wants to ask me questions. And uh, so I gave him a good price. And uh, he's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> So it says that everyone can see and hear you. So, um, yeah, we're live. Although see I don't see anyone. Top right there. Yeah, I don't see anyone coming up here under comments. So usually people tell me when they're there. But in the meantime, we can. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and ask your questions? Hmm. We'll skip the macro stuff. <laughs> So, um, oh, there's one topic, hotly debated topic among us young Prabhus at the Barnashram, and uh, that is... I want to make sure everyone can hear you, so why don't you... Yes, go ahead. I think I'm, I'm pretty close. Can you all hear me? Hare Krishna. This is Vidyananda, a recently initiated uh, cult follower. That's right. Number one cultist right here. <laughs> so, go ahead. so the jiva is eternal, but the debate, I guess, is where does the jiva come from? Well, that those two statements are kind of uh, don't go together. <laughs> yeah. Because if the jiva is eternal, the jiva has always existed. There are some really bad ideas out there from people who are determined to argue against Prabhupada's simple revelation that we have to go back to Godhead. You can't go back to a place you never were. And so what is the sense of back to Godhead if we were never in Godhead? Some people say things that I find to be silly, like we come from the Tataksta Shakti, the marginal potency. I find this very silly because the marginal potency isn't a place. The marginal potency is what we are. Yeah, right? yeah, it's a category. It's an ontological yeah, yeah. category. It's not a place you can come from. Like I'm from <laughs> South Philly or something, or I'm from, I'm from Romania. It's not a place that you come from, and uh, and it doesn't really solve the problem. People always say that. Well, if we were with Krishna, why would we choose to do something so stupid and come to this world? And I try to explain that. You know, I've tried to explain it a thousand times, or probably much more than that. But if you say we if you say we come from the Tatasta Shakti, the marginal potency, which of course makes no sense since it's not a place, um, it doesn't solve the problem. Because as we know, uh, the material world is full of suffering. Krishna himself says in Bhagavad Gita, there's suffering in this world. And there are two possibilities. One, that we are responsible for our own suffering and therefore God is not crazy. God is not just some sick, powerful being that makes us suffer for no good reason. But if you, but, or if you say that we're suffering, it's not our fault, then that would be silly. That would mean that Krishna is completely mismanaging the universe, making innocent people suffer. So clearly, Krishna himself says in the Bhagavad Gita that I'm not responsible for anyone's suffering or enjoyment. Krishna himself says that. And so, therefore, if we are responsible 
for our suffering in this world, logically, it must be the case that we chose to come here. Because if we didn't choose to come here, then how could we be responsible for suffering here? Now, if we chose to come here, that decision is fair and meaningful only if we knew what the other choices were. In other words, if you thought, well, you can come to the material world or you can be a bubble in the causal ocean, someone might say, well, with all due respect to causal bubbles, I think that I will come to this world. In other words, your choice to come to this world is fair, and it's fair that you suffer for your decisions only if you knew what the other choices were. And if you knew what the other choices were, it means you had to know Krishna. Because if someone says, well, one option is that you can go to Krishna and you have no idea what that means, then it's still not a fair choice. It's like if you go into a restaurant and there's an item called uh, Blitabans and you say, what's a Blitaban? And the waiter says, well, we're not allowed to tell you. Do you want one? If it's not poisonous, maybe I'll try it. So the point is that um, people can be responsible for their choices only if they know what the options are. And so the only way you can justify Krishna allowing us to be or placing us in the material world and therefore suffering is if we chose it. And that choice is a real choice only if we knew what the other options were. And so no matter how you try to dance around the point that we have to go back to home, back to Godhead, no matter how you try to argue that, no, we were never with Krishna, which is absurd, because Krishna says we were with him in the Srimad Bhagavatam in the fourth canto. So even if you reject the Bhagavatam or try to interpret it out of existence, then um, still, if Krishna is perfect, and if, as Krishna claims in the Gita, he is perfectly just, I'm equal to everyone. I don't favor anyone. I'm not against anyone. I don't hate anyone. Then you must have known all the choices, and you chose, chose to come to this world. That's the only way you can harmonize it's the only way you can integrate these two facts that we are suffering in this world and then krishna says it's the nature of this world to suffer and that we can only suffer fairly for conditions that we ourselves chose and we cannot fairly choose to come to this world unless we know very clearly what the other choices are and so therefore if you're trying to say that we never knew krishna before but we chose to come to this world and we're suffering here, that would not be fair. So I find that no matter how you try to play with this, it doesn't work unless you acknowledge that you chose to come here, therefore you are responsible for your own suffering and you chose it meaningfully because you knew what the other choices were. Mm -hmm. That means you knew Krishna and you knew everything and you still chose this. Otherwise, uh, you have a major theodicy problem. Right, so let's talk about that choice. 
that original choice. Uh, my understanding is that, um, well, to oversimplify it, the myself as a jiva, I was bored in this state of infinite bliss with the Lord. This is oversimplified, I know. I'm caveat city over here. Um, <laughs> and I said, oh, well, you know, I'm going to do something on my own and, and see if basically I, yeah, yeah, I can be God. Yeah. Well, that's I don't know if the jiva necessarily thinks I can be God unless you say that to be independent is a feature of God. Only God is absolutely independent. But in any case, uh, you know, however you deal with the psychology of coming to this world, um, the fact is that we are responsible for that choice. It was a meaningful choice because there were options. And so if you say that we come from some, first of all, there's no Shastra that says we came from some marginal potency as if the marginal potency was a place, which it's not. And so another thing about this is that we, as the marginal potency, part and parcel of Krishna, we are, in a sense, not fully, but in a sense, Krishna himself, you know, coming into this world and then going back to himself. Do you see what I mean? Well, we are not Krishna. Right. In Krishna, Krishna comes to this world. Krishna, no, but we're not. Krishna comes to this world to try to help us. If a priest goes into the prison to try to convince prisoners to change their lives, the priest is not a prisoner. Right. Yeah. So Krishna never becomes a conditioned soul. Yeah, but we're part and parcel of Krishna. So yes, we're one little atom. But on but his also body yeah no, but also different. In other words, we are one with Krishna qualitatively, but we are individual souls. We have our own free will, mm. and uh, and we are not God, and Krishna is not a jiva. And mm. so there's a qualitative ontological oneness, but still we and we alone are responsible for mm. our choices. Mm. I, I think what I'm saying is I'm I'm trying to like portray the beauty of this of of how um like basically why are there jivas why because first of all we've always existed because krishna is it's because isn't it because he's bored that's how i see well no he's never bored because <laughs> there was never a time when he was bored and there was never a time there was never a time when there weren't jivas and krishna can amuse himself very well with his own expansions it's um krishna is possesses infinite love and he causes individual souls to exist with free will and he's always done that so as krishna says there never was a time when we did not exist so krishna has eternally expanded himself into innumerable jivas who have their own free will and who are therefore responsible for their own choices so why would a jiva you know, living in Godhead with Krishna, make a meaningful choice to leave the kingdom of God and come back down here. Curiosity killed the jiva. <laughs> I mean, we are because we are Krishna. What Krishna says is that Yagatvanivarjate. Once you go back to the spiritual world, once you go there, you'll never return to this world. So Krishna 
Because if you only know one thing, one may be curious. What about mm. other things? And so, so therefore, Krishna has created a world. He has eternally created this world in different cycles where we can come, experience everything that is not Krishna, and in that way, uh, powerfully strengthen our love for Krishna. Mm. So this that's what this universe is for. It's a place where you can experience everything that is not Krishna. Mm. And it's um it's just it's it's good because it it helps us. And sometimes we need that. We need to be taught why it is that we should be with Krishna. I think there's a it's a quote by Carl Jung. He said, "The brightest light comes at the end of the darkest tunnel," and so, in our original state, there's there's also there's this innocence there. And but when yes. we when we come down and then go back again, it, we're wiser. We, yeah, we, there's there's a taste difference there's well there's we're wiser yeah here's something from marcel had all of us have all of us had a previous <laughs> relationship with krishna krishna book it is said the mature devotees have completely executed krishna consciousness are immediately transferred to the universe where krishna is appearing in that universe the devotees get their first opportunity to associate with krishna personally and directly Yes, we can't just take bits and pieces. The Prabhupada said this, or the editors did it a certain way. If you want to understand what Prabhupada is teaching, you have to look at Prabhupada's teachings. And if you look at Prabhupada's teachings, what you find is that we have to go back to home, back to Godhead. Mm. So that doesn't get changed because an editor edited something in a particular way, or Prabhupada said something in a foreign language in a particular way. Uh, Prabhupada's whole motto was back to home, back to Godhead. Mm. So let's see. Uh, what is the if best one is always doing good, then is it necessary to believe in God? Well, since everything is coming from Krishna, if you're not grateful to Krishna, you're not doing that, you're not doing enough good. This is from Sunil. If you are taking everything from someone and not acknowledging your debt to that person, then it seems you're doing good to everyone except the person that most deserves your consideration. So since we are part of Krishna, since we exist by Krishna's mercy and he's giving us everything, if you want to do good, then you have to accept the person who's doing the most good to you. And if you don't acknowledge that, then your goodness is very limited. So um, anyway, any other question? This is not going to be a long program. Mm. So I have one more one last question. Kind of question. Um, yes. Is there a difference between transcending the three modes of material nature and being in the mode of pure goodness? Is that a, just a semantic difference? Yes. Or? Pure goodness is spiritual. Material goodness is different, still not completely pure. So 
can you can one transcend the three material modes but not be quite at the point of um the absolute spiritual goodness well one can try for impersonal liberation which is beyond the modes but still not perfect mm, okay so uh thank you all very much for listening appreciate it and uh hopefully well this is sort of a spontaneous little thing we did here so thank you all very much and hope hope uh, we'll be together again soon all right krishna